0: Good better best never let it rest until the good becomes better and the better becomes best
1: welcome back to the show everyone craig and jonah here today so jonah sent me uh, a video entitled why men need sex and i was like i don't need to see any <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, i, mean, my YouTube I endorse this video because of this uh podcast my youtube feed involves a lot of videos about masturbation and sex as well as the other types of things that i consume like pro wrestling and fishing and hunting so well that pretty much that's a nice
1: blend that kind of covers yeah. all the, and the ba- basic
0: yeah basic male needs there. You so. Gotta get the packers in there. <laughs> um so, anyways, I came across this video and I watched it and uh I felt like she was pretty spot on. So then I went and checked out her YouTube page and I subscribed. It's called the Happy Wife School. And under the in the about section, she says that I'm a former unhappy wife who emasculated my husband until I had an awakening that I was the problem in my marriage. Now I teach other women the journey of finding happiness within so they can evolve as women in the role of being a happy wife. And then she goes on to talk about how she works with unfulfilled women to heal uh, the relationship. And uh, she says that she also works with good men who want to learn to navigate their wives, emasculating behaviors and responsible way to reclaim their strength and sense of self sense of self. Uh, so she has weekly videos. I, I, the videos that I have watched are great, so I think we're gonna. She's got a. <clears throat> we're not
1: gonna show you the video. We'll play the audio, but uh she and I'll link to it. But behind her camera, she's got a plaque that says, "You women, you are the source of your unhappiness." <laughs> see, this is the thing. Oh, I didn't even catch that. The women, see, the women can get away with saying this stuff, and I, of course, would never think this stuff, but. Oh, even if I did, I couldn't uh, I couldn't get away with saying it. Boy, there'd be a lot of hate mail.
0: I think that's that's how these people, they feed on that. But, you know, what's interesting is that so I take a lot of people fishing and uh, when you take people fishing, they talk about a lot of different things. And for men. It's pretty universal. You gotta shove a microphone in front of them when you're out there. <laughs> they talk about their relationships with women, and you know, so, you know, especially if they're married. And what women talk about are generally their problems with other women. Like it's interesting. I don't know. It, it it is. It's just interesting. Like I I don't know why it's like that, but that's just that's all anecdotal. But uh, it's interesting to think about. It. It's something that I think about a lot, you know. Because why that is, you're like the bartender, but without the beer. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you know, there's always issues with like, oh, snotty friends or mother-in-laws or their own moms or whatever. You know, like it's it's interesting. It's not, and sometimes their husband is lazy or whatever and leaves his socks everywhere or whatever. Like those are common comments too. But
1: you know. yeah, you guys are really spoiling it for the rest of us. So. <laughs> cut it out
0: but it is an interesting sign but all right so I have no further comment. all right so we'll I I watched this yesterday uh
1: so we'll play through it and as we usually do we'll start and stop as necessary to comment
2: sex is how your husband feels loved and respected your husband is not a woman he is a man And sex is incredibly important to a man, and it's where we miss each other, and 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 just go totally different ways as 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 husband and wives. That if you ask a a good man what what are the top three things that are most important to him in a marriage and in a relationship, sex is going to be number one, if not number one, two or three. That's just absolutely true. You ask a woman.
1: Mine is one, two, and three. All right. Every, everything else is the distant fourth.
0: It. <laughs> it's true just how important it is because uh you can deal with a lot of other stuff if you have regular intimacy in your life. Yep.
2: Yeah. Her you could ask a woman, what are your top ten most important things to you in a marriage or a relationship? Sex might not even make the list. <laughs> It might be like number eight, nine, or ten, maybe, it's maybe terrifying to think about. <laughs> so we have to. Un- it's
0: amazing how there's that level of disconnect between the two genders.
1: <clears throat>
0: well, it makes you wonder how we managed to
1: survive and and uh, grow as a population. But uh, yeah, and I mean, you
0: know the reason. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but this mismatch stuff really. isn't because your wife is chasing you around the house yeah
1: (laughs) eventually she just gives in yeah but you know again it's it it puts a spotlight on us catholics and how we have you know these in addition to just the dynamics of a relationship you have the dynamics of faith and these very clear boundaries of you shall not pass here uh mm-hmm. individually and as a couple that uh, when when these dynamics are at work make uh, you know have very significant spiritual and moral uh implications for us men that uh sometimes makes it hard to understand why the church says what she does about certain things so anyway continuing
2: understand as women that sex is incredibly important to men and we know that that's why we use sex as a weapon and we use sex to manipulate and control and we all know how we do that and have we're fine being
1: manipulated and control as long as it's you know
0: regular that's true and i would like to know like when she talks about we all know how we do it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know that's one thing you know like I may have been manipulated my whole life, you know, like, I mean, you know, like yeah. my adulthood. I don't know.
1: Well, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm I'm certainly um, easily steered in, in a certain direction based on this.
2: <laughs> True. Done that. And what happens is that we begin to treat our husbands like Neanderthals and that there's something wrong with them. That sex is so important to them, and we want want to change them and make them so wrong for just who they are as a man. But you have to understand when you chose to get married and and you made vows and you made a a commitment to your husband, you took on the role and responsibility to have sex in your marriage. That's
1: it. It's pretty powerful. It's kind of a nice way of talking about the marital debt but in a way that makes actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: And enjoy it as a part of a healthy relationship. Women need to understand and and this was well, let me finish that thought. Women need to understand that sex is not an option and it is not something that is inconsequential. Sex is part of a healthy relationship and marriage and i would agree with that i've been
0: like as far as it creates a connection that's really important for the husband at least and i think the wife too and um it's just it keep, makes everything better it's it's an essential
1: nutrient i think for health like uh, the marriage it kind of reminds me of you know some past episodes where we've talked about some folks in the Catholic sphere that talk about, you know, you may have to have extended prolonged abstinence of a year or more. And that could be good and beautiful for your marriage. And if your marriage falters under the weight of that, that just means your marriage kind of (laughs) sucked. And I tend to disagree. Yeah. I I think think you're starving your marriage, maybe rightly, not saying, but just, I'm just pointing out the consequence, not, questioning so much the
0: the the rule although and and, i mean the thing is is that you can totally live with another person like i lived with many roommates during college but i really didn't give a rip about them you know it's like they can do whatever they want and that's kind of how it gets when you're in a relationship with your wife even and uh just the intimacy is just dead it's a one flesh union i mean it's i don't know things can go south in a hurry yeah and it's not really like when they say that your marriage is weak Sure, but like everybody's marriage is well, it has are, weaknesses. Humans are weak. We're not superheroes. Like, yeah, um, there's a reason that most of the saints were single. Like, <laughs> I I don't know how many married <laughs> saints there are, but there's a reason. I think that it's marriage is a difficult path to walk.
1: I would say, I would say, under the best of circumstances, it's it's not easy.
0: Like, you can really. I mean, you can become a holy person just being single and uh, you don't deal with the distractions of marriage, but just the stress and the difficulties that go along with it. And, uh, you know, I think you can overcome the solo acts, too, if you're not tempted by being, you know, around somebody the, you know, that you're attracted to like that.
1: Yeah, I tip my hat to the saints that, you know, flagellated themselves and wore hair shirts. At least they kind of got <laughs> got into the spirit of it a little bit. If they earn their stripes maybe yeah. a little more than the other ones but uh, i don't know. I'm
0: not into the self-flagellation you're married so yeah that's true i don't need to be
2: <laughs> reflecting on because when i my husband and i got engaged i had already started withdrawing and putting a wall up around sex when in the beginning of our relationship and dating and and leading up to us getting married we had a a, a very healthy enjoyable sex life and then i threw my walls up and that's very very common for us as women
0: and i don't know why that happens or how that happens but i think that that experience isn't just hers
1: (laughs) i mean i think for a lot of us catholics we just we start having babies right away and that that disrupts them seems like it could play into that i don't know her story
0: yeah i don't know if she is what religion she is no idea Um, and when they had kids but
1: it's amazing that let's say couples that let's say quote-unquote are not uh, not fettered by children right away still Mm -hmm. go through this process like what what is that Mm -hmm. is that original sin or is that there's some just biological evolutionary thing there
0: where you're intimate with somebody for a while and then it kind of slows down and
1: yeah is that just so you don't end up with 20 kids I don't know I
0: don't know (laughs) (laughs) you're only at nine
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was, it was a, a really, really big challenge in, in even just my early thirties, which is so sad to me now. And I had to learn an important part of my healing uh, in my marriage. Um, and, th- and through this decade of my thirties in the beginning was overcoming the walls I had built around sex and my marriage and, and recognizing that I couldn't have sex with my husband as a duty or a chore or an obligation.
0: Nobody wants anything. We have sex. <laughs> yeah, Just, you, you, nobody wants anything like that. Like, and that's why guys turn to porn. I think in some to some degrees because the women in porn tend to look interested and satisfied and that sort of thing.
1: So I've heard.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Like I said, in that one, I talk about Paris Hilton videos. It's been a while for me, but I think I, that's right. I think men. I mean like you crave that more than anything like even in a way more so than the actual act itself you want your wife to be pleased. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I right. I think men want their wives to be pleased. Um I think like yeah. it's
0: extremely important.
1: Yeah. And um so this will be some exclusive content that will. <laughs> Yeah, So so I have um I have a preferred position. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I just spit all over Craig. Wow, I didn't see that coming. So sorry. <laughs> oh my! I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't hold back. Well, this I'm will sorry. make a
1: good TikTok reel, anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So I have this. I have this. <laughs> Here, I'll clean is your second. is your mouth empty now? I'll, I'll clean this okay. up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have a preferred position, and uh, I would say every half a dozen times or so, uh, I'll ask for it, and she'll say yeah. Uh, and about three out of half a dozen, I'll ask for it, and she say no. She's got her prefer- preferred position. I have mine. All right. Um,
0: <laughs> Where are we going with this?
1: Well, I'll, I just. Uh, it would be nice to not have to ask for my preferred position because oh. like, she knows uh-huh. what it is, and, okay. and she always enjoys it. But I don't know. It it is like it's hard to like. Uh, oh, what I'm going to mess up this um thing. with the gift ho- look? The gift horse or the mouse? I'm not even sure I'm using the right one. But I mean, I don't want to complain about it because our intimate life, when it happens, when NFP isn't screwing with it, is pretty good.
0: That's funny, you know, because uh, Jack Black, <laughs> the comedian. He uh was in a band and he sang a song about that actually. It's it's called Hard Fing. But uh he says, like there's a line there, he says, you know, whatever position you want to do, I'll do it. He's like and then she responds, he's like, That's cool, it's not my fave, but I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. So it's a common thing.
1: Yeah, I would it'd be nice once in a while, you know, for her to say, Hey, let's let's do it this way. It's like I I don't know, I don't like having to ask for it. <laughs> All right. Well. So anyway. Uh, back to regular minor
0: complaints,
1: yeah. <clears throat> so we're back the on,
0: larger, Steve. yeah.
1: So those that are not in the uh, own and and club just missed a missed, uh, good exchange there. So you're gonna want to like subscribe. So <laughs> continuing on
2: from a place of obligation, or as Eesh. a chore, we feel used, we feel resentful if we're doing what we're supposed to do. And That's I can see how that actually happens. A wonderful example of being nice.
0: Like if they feel like they're supposed to do it, I can see the uh, resentment would build. You yeah. Know. I don't know how
1: oh. <laughs> I Oh. the Babylon Bee? Yep. Familiar with that? I wonder if I can find it. Um let me see if I can find it. It was it was so good. It goes about it was on Instagram and bec- I don't know if I could share Instagram. Like I could share TikTok with you, but uh I don't know. You that. can share Instagram. Okay. Without um it's oh i thought there was one about the marital debt but it's similar babylon B. experts reminding your wife the bible says she should sum- submit leads to the happiest marriages
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god <gosh. laughs>
1: <laughs> but i think it's the same thing like uh exercising the mar- marital debt is uh is a sure way
0: to have a, a very
1: ha-
0: happy wife <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that it isn't like that is like yeah. You know, when the resentment builds because they feel like it's a chore, I get that, too. I can see how that would happen. Yeah.
1: So, and I don't know. It, now, it's, I think the the problem is that it, like, you can't, like, force yourself to enjoy something you don't enjoy. I mean, there are. She's got
0: ways around that. But, I mean. Yeah. I, you know, I'll well, should talk about it. And then I have a
2: comment. Is, is doing sex to, to check the box? and and say done maybe i bought myself a week or two and then shutting down that's not okay in a marriage it's not that's a a cruel cruel way but i bet that's so common
1: i bet that's really common real
0: common i bet
2: man in which this is very important to him so ladies let me make it very very clear you cannot have a healthy marriage you cannot have a healthy relationship if you are not having sex with your husband or you are shut down to sex and doing it as an obligation and a chore it's not okay and, and you can't have a healthy relationship relationship or a healthy marriage and that's from... true
0: you may you know it's not that you can't have a relationship but it won't be as good you a could cooking. survive you could yeah. survive
1: so to speak mm-hmm. but if you want to thrive and have a like a happy relationship
0: <laughs> it just requires intimacy it's just like watering a plant
1: and I think it <clears throat> I think what she's saying is it takes some some work because a lot of I'd say a lot of women a lot of wives that grew up in sort of a conservative christian background just really aren't armed with the tools to know it's not it's not their fault necessarily but it does take a little it it takes some education it takes some practice it takes some mindset work to get you to the point where you're not you know because maybe it's not all that it's not it's not in the top three list, you know, priorities for you. And it, and and it may not be super enjoyable for you.
0: So that's where, like, uh, I was going to comment on how, within my marriage, how we got married and everything was great. And then it just became less frequent after we had kids. And she just really had no idea that it was important to me. Mm-hmm. But then once you made it a priority, it got better for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just, and I don't know how that transition happened, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, seems to be important to her too now, you know?
1: Yeah, that's so that, the key. If you could figure out how to, for it to be a priority for, for her, it's always gonna be a priority for us. But
0: she said too, that uh just, she could see just how Beneficial. much it improved, like just my, you know, my wife's made similar level practice. of a, affection, yeah. maybe your mental yeah. health. I don't know, but yeah. just, it, it makes a difference in your life. Yeah.
1: My wife said I'm much better with the kids now. Well, that was before I was in PMAS. we have a different report card now
0: the struggle is real
2: yeah that place we all know sex is part of a healthy relationship And, and and here is something that is very important ladies we all enjoy sex if you remember when you met your husband or before you met your husband and you were dating and having different relationships with men we couldn't wait we couldn't wait to get together and meet up for a date and 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 know where that that was going to lead. Funny how it changes. And, and we can.
1: Yeah, for us it doesn't. I still enjoy nope. watching my wife get out of the shower and stuff.
0: Yep. Boy, that's true. <laughs> I'm still a boy when it comes to that. Oh, that is true, man. You know, like that never changes for a guy. Yeah. You know, maybe not. Maybe some guys, especially if they have issues with pornography or whatever, you know, they can change how you see things. But like for me, yeah. I just look at my wife and think about how beautiful she is sometimes,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know, -hmm. I agree. Reflect back to the beginning of our relationship before we got engaged, before we got married, and we were in the the newness, we loved and enjoy having sex. We begin to put our walls up and I'm not going to get too much into that, but I I do want you all to know, trigger warning, (laughs) we're going to be talking or I'm going to be talking a lot more about our relationship with sex as women and the importance of it in a marriage and how to overcome the walls that we have built around it and how to overcome the withholding of sex that that we have put into place in our marriage and I'm also going to be talking about how everything we've been taught by the experts about sex is wrong (laughs) that we are not ovens that need to be warmed up first (laughs) that's another video for another time
0: She's saying that's not true? She's saying that's not true. And I would say, (laughs) not that I'm some guru, but like there's just sometimes, like I think in other podcasts you listen to, they talk about how you need at least 30 minutes. And I don't know. I think that you can figure things out faster. It's kind of like, you know, eventually Jeff Foxworthy has a skit about this, where he talks about the one thing that's great about being married is that he knows how to please his wife. He knows it's just like, a locker combination where you know 29 to the right 33 to the left and then you know i i think that over time you know i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with longer foreplay or anything like that but just when people say that you have to be intimate for at least 30 minutes i think that's a funny rule yeah i don't think i'm not opposed to it at all though i mean <laughs> it's just a timing thing like if you have kids in the house like you're constantly under a clock <laughs>
1: My wife would be like, "Let's go, let's get.
0: wrap it up." Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I don't think I. I think you know maybe this is more true for people that are like in new sexual relationships all the time. Where you, can, you know, like you said, I kind of know my wife's combination. Mm-hmm. I more or less know what works and doesn't work, and we just kind of have a system. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's when it's go time, you know, most of the time it works. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't, but most of yeah. the time it does we aim for lack of effort yeah um it you know, I will say that the longer it's been, I think the easier it is for for her mm-hmm. to get to get moving <laughs> I don't know that's the only thing is is abstinence certainly I don't know
0: I don't know my wife benefits from that is. Don't let Christopher West hear that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all used biology against you.
1: But but you know, so talking about Christopher West, because I, I want to make this point too. You know, <clears throat> you know, this whole idea in and I mean she kind of talked about how men need sex to this is how we feel love. This is how we connect with our spouses. I think that's very much true when you're in that bliss kind of immediate post bliss period or in that sweet spot of let's say three to five days Mm -hmm. i'm telling you you get out to 10 day 10 12 and it's pure biology it's pure like i just i need to get not that you don't enjoy the intimacy with your spouse but if if the cons i always think it's funny because he talks he likes to say when um you know when you've been abstinent for a while then you go back and you got the honeymoon phase that there's this great desire for your wife now, there's a great desire for sexual release, first of all. And then, how do
0: you separate that from lust? Then, yeah, about? like there, uh, I, I think like abs- how we can support that, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm much more separated from the biological urge and more in tune with just the desire, the connection with my wife. If, it, if it's sort of close in time to the last time, but the further out you get, I think the more and more it's just it is sort of an animal instinct, and I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, it can it can it can sort of make, I don't know, make the pleasure maybe a little better just because you've got all this kind of pent-up emotion or, or hormones. Yeah. But the connection experience, I think, is less. I think it's diminished over time, in my opinion. Yeah. I think... Yeah. And this could get to where you're saying about, you know, when it, when it becomes more frequent, our spouses um, tend to appreciate it more because I think... I don't think they feel used as much. I think they feel you know, that you, you, you desire them for them and not to satisfy some biological need.
0: It's true. I don't know when you get to the point where they feel like you're chasing around the house, like that's just not a good point. Yeah. So,
2: but it's really, really important. We have been fed so many lies and so many myths and so many, so much misinformation about sex as women. And I'm excited to share my journey because it's been a huge journey uh in in wonderful journey in my marriage uh, one of the things i'm most proud of and my husband is most appreciative of oh i'm um, sure yeah I have. yeah that's
0: <laughs> the understanding of the year that lucky son of a <laughs> yeah. he crawled out of the depths of some dark place or she did and he is the benefactor of that I'd like to get him on the show yeah i'm sure that he lived through a lot based on if she's willing to admit that you know it was pretty dark
2: um healed and overcome and myself and i i'm excited to be sharing that so we're going to be talking more about that on the channel but that's the the number two thing your husband really wish you knew that that sex is how he feels loved and respected and that it's not an option in marriage that when we made those vows that's the commitment we made. It's part of a healthy.
1: And I think the flip side of that is if if a husband is turned down for, not for like NFP reasons, like, but but just as a matter a of choice, totally, yeah, just as yeah. a matter of choice. Like, you could do it if if you mm-hmm. wanted, but it's not. I think you feel rejected and disrespected.
0: It's actually one of the worst feelings. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. the those are actually wow. I mean, that's, thinking about that, that's just such a painful experience Mm -hmm. and it's far more painful than probably what they realize, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, and, you know, for us at least, you know, when, when you're, when you're abstaining because of NFP, like, like I am right now, uh, it's, of course it's not the same thing, but my wife is sort of aware of what's going on and has, you know, has glimpses of sympathy for me, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel like you're kind of in the same boat, so to speak. But you know, when uh, it, it, I don't know, it, it, it makes it a little easier when you're kind of forced into this position, as opposed to by choice, because your spouse just is rejecting That's your.
0: That's a situation of extreme loneliness. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If then nothing's gonna go right like you're, in the marriage.
1: If you're in PMAS. Only because your spouse is just not, not into to doing it more often. That's a really, really dark place. Mm-hmm. That really messed with my mind a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, oh, that's that is
1: difficult. So,
2: relationship, and when as women, we can reconnect with the fact that we enjoy sex too. Then it's something we do for ourselves and enjoy for ourselves. And that's, that's what I was getting at: is get that somehow
0: benefit. that switch can be flipped. Mm-hmm. You know, despite all of the situations in life and just how busy you are, like that can happen again. That's something that surprised me.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I you know, we're twenty years, we're not spring chickens, but you know, I would say this is we're in the best phase of our lives ever in terms of relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, inter- yes, yeah, save us too. Yeah.
0: And so I would say if you are in a sexless marriage, just talk to your wife and you just have to have uncomfortable conversations and just get yeah. it over with because it won't go away. Yeah, You know, if you just delay the conversation, you're just delaying really improving your marriage. Yeah, how long do you want to endure that misery? <laughs> Before you just live a miserable just life rip or the band-aid or whatever, I mean, yeah. you know. I
1: wish I would have done it sooner, but. Totally.
2: Of it, And our husbands get the benefit of it. But a key piece is, We really do have to remember that we enjoy it and not have sex for our husbands as something to check off the list just because it's important to them they can feel that we have to learn to be there and be engaged and enjoy it for ourselves which is all our husbands want and then we don't have the resentment or feeling used or feeling um, that that's all we're good for or that's what we're supposed to do We can be in it for ourselves and our husbands get the benefit and you can have a healthy, healthy sex life in your marriage, which is a key piece, key important piece to having being a good wife and and having a healthy marriage.
1: So this lady is a hundred times more helpful to Catholic marriages
0: than Christopher West.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it would be awesome to talk to her. Well, um,
1: yeah, I don't know if she does podcasts, or whatever. I saw she has a calendar, but um, I'll reach out to her. I'll see, because I mean,
0: she's pretty spot on. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So it's the kind of insight that we can't provide. You know, like it has to for whatever reason it has to come from a woman. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is. It's absolutely true. So, um. That's why I I hope I like to see the 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 viewership, you know, the more and more women we have watching, the better. Because you are, you maybe you're the cause, you know, the your source of your own unhappiness. But you are the key to your your marriage's happiness.
0: Absolutely, like the 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 husband can only do so much. Yep. It's really the, the wife's happiness is the driver of everything. It mm-hmm. does because you it doesn't matter how happy you are at all. Yeah, like when you get home and if. Mama's not happy. Nobody's happy.
1: Yeah, but if if you if you can be happy, it's just exponential how much, yep, just enjoyment your marriage can can true. experience. So, well, uh okay. Well, other than getting assaulted by the contents of Jonah's mouth, <laughs>
0: just spit on. That a little was
1: bit. pretty good. I can not believe
0: it. I <laughs> I didn't see that coming.
1: So, we'll. I'll leave part of it in, but some of that, uh, some of what we talked about, we'll probably make it on the uh, in the exclusive content. So those that are listening. So here's kind of how things are going to work. Um, so um, I'm, I'm trying to make the uh, podcast a little more accessible and promotable. Um, so there's going to be kind of the public version is going to have <clears throat> some of this, some of the stuff. Um, more of the explicit stuff and, you know, the words and stuff we use will be taken out. There will be an email list. So you're going to have to go up and email me and ask for, uh, and that's going to be called the unfiltered Catholic man. So that's kind of the, uh, will email links out when, when the shows come out. So if you like the full content mostly full content that's going to be the unfiltered Catholic man, but you're going to have to get uh, on my email list and I'll email you uh, links to those episodes. It'll be everything that you see in the public episodes, plus some of the stuff. And the only stuff that won't be in there is I would say personal stuff where we get talk about kind of, you know, just very personal stuff in our own uh, intimate relationships that uh, that's going to be, you got to be in the own and fan club to get that stuff. (laughs) The reason why I do that is this um, uh, you know, there are people that would benefit from that, there are people that don't want to see that, and there are people that will be turned away from the show to just kind of have that freely available. And it's just easier for me to recommend the show. I was telling you the other day, <clears throat> I said it's really annoying to have a podcast this great that I can't tell anyone about, <laughs> but that's kind of changing. Um, <clears throat> maybe on the next episode, I'll talk about something that happened, uh, work-wise and I was like, oh man, this podcast is so perfect for this, but I can't tell anyone about it yet. Yeah. So we're kind of transitioning over to a uh, tiered access, uh, for that reason. So, uh, just stay tuned for that. So, uh, I know we have some, some pretty loyal listeners that enjoy the, the, the fun stuff that we do. And, and so that's why we're doing it. To make it easier for new people to find the show and whatever. And, you know, and I think it'll be easier to get some of these guests on mm-hmm. when they don't have to worry about being associated with some of our crackpot comments and stuff.
0: <laughs> and you're not going to do any of their email addresses or anything, you know, like you
1: do. Just... It just, it will just purely for, you know, and, and and it may be that, you know, if we got something coming up or we want to do, maybe we want to do a live one when some sometime mm-hmm. people can call in. That's how you'll find out. Oh, that'd be great. Is beyond the email list. So it'll just be purely for letting you know about content and giving you access to stuff that isn't going to necessarily be publicly available here soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, Anyway, well, thank you, Jonah. Thanks for sending that video over and uh, maybe we'll see if we can, everybody go subscribe to her and uh yep. encourage her to come on the show. So anyway, well, thank you, Jonah. You bet. And, and until next time, everyone, Bye. have a good one.